Hey, this is Scott Taylor from Memphis, and you're listening to the Shangri-La Records Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to the January 2021 edition of the Shangri-La Records podcast. I am your host and a Shangri-La Records alum, J.D. Rieger. Our musical guest this week is Shangri-La royalty, Mr. Scott Taylor from The Grifters, Hot Monkey, The New Mary Jane, Turnt, and more. But first, let's start this show the way we start every show, and that's by talking to Shangri-La Records co-owner John Miller. John, Happy New Year. Thanks for joining me. Hey, JD. Good to hear from you, man. Happy New Year. Yeah, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. How was the holiday shopping season for the store? I was really good, honestly. Um, you know, we uh, we changed uh, some of the store hours and reduced uh, our appointment shopping times from 45 minutes to 25 minutes. So we were really able to have a lot more people in. And in between that, there was curbside. And if somebody finished their appointment, uh, early, oftentimes there was somebody who just happened to pull up and, uh, you know, was glad to take the rest of their shopping time. So we kept real busy, had good, uh, online orders too. So, um, it really, uh, really helped finish off uh, a weird year pretty well. So, uh, we, we were happy with that for sure. Did you sell a bunch of those Charlie Brown Christmas albums? We sold completely out of the Charlie Brown Christmas albums. Of course um, you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a stone cold classic. Uh, we also sold out of, uh, there was a cool uh, Dave Brubeck Christmas Lullabies 12-inch that they put out for the um, Fall Record Store Day that had like an etched uh, uh, winter scene on it. It was pretty cool. Uh, sold uh, a few of those, including uh, one to uh, your buddy Jeff Hewlett. Oh, cool. Nice Shout out Hewlett. Yeah. He's going to be on Back to the Light in a couple of weeks. Hey. Hey. Time. Dad on arrival. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's cool. So you were saying that um, some of these hours that you figured out over Christmas might extend into the new year, eh? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to keep that uh, policy going with 25-minute uh, appointments. It, it really seems to uh, let, obviously, a lot more folks in. And, uh, you know, since they're still having an individual appointment, we're really able to help them find a lot of stuff. So it, you still kind of get that personal shopping experience of the record store to yourself and, and looking around. So uh, we'll keep doing that. And, you know, obviously we're monitoring uh, stuff with the Shelby County Health Department. Uh, uh, numbers across Tennessee were really high um, uh, earlier in the year, but they, they are dropping luckily now uh, pretty, pretty steadily. And we are um, starting to see vaccine roll out a little bit here. So obviously that's always going to play um, a role in figuring things out. And we're going to keep looking at it month to month. And, uh, you know, hopefully before too long, there uh, is the ability to maybe open it up a little bit more. Um, but uh, for now, that that's the policy we're going to stick with. Yeah, well, let's let's certainly hope that we can get back to uh, a little bit more business as usual um, in the near future. Uh, tell me about you were saying off the air that um, you had unearthed some treasures, like maybe from the back, and had some uh, some cool things to tell me about. 
Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess um, one of the benefits of uh, the shutdown this last year was we had some time where the shop was completely closed uh, to the public. And uh, I spent some time going through uh, back room and dusty corners and things that had sort of um, just not been made a priority. And uh, in digging all that stuff up, I found a ton of really cool 78s. And um, so I've just been sort of cleaning those and uh, trying to figure out what all we have organizing them because it was just all haphazardly uh, you know in a number of boxes so lots of really good um early uh jump blues uh, blues r&b doo-wop early jazz um tons of uh, early country and sacred steel sort of stuff um but i was really uh excited about all the blues stuff and thinking you know um in the vein of uh, wishing things were normal, if uh, they were, January always sees Memphis host the International Blues Challenge. And some of the Blues 78s uh, and 45s that we unearthed back there were really great. Um, there's a lot on the chess label, uh, which obviously is always really sought after uh, by blues fans. Uh, we had some Chuck Berry, uh, Howlin' Wolf, and uh, a bunch of really great Muddy Waters uh, 78s. Uh, Turn the Lamp Down Low uh, was in there. Uh, Mad Love, I'm Your Hoochie Coochie Man. Um, uh, Trouble No More was in there. So a lot of really great uh, early chess 78s um, in, in that vault. Talking about my neck of the woods now. That's right. That's right. That Memphis uh, connection. I mean, that's uh, that's how Howlin' Wolf got up there is following the river. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anything else going on with the store that you want to tell me about before we wrap things up, John? Well, uh, I really wish there was, uh, J.D. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> right now, um, you know, the the spring sale that we'd normally be planning right now, we just um, we're, we're still having that on hold. Uh, sure. So, uh, for now, we're, we're going to uh, keep doing uh, the appointments uh, as we are right now. Um, welcoming folks in. You know, we, we're still ordering lots of new stuff. There's been um, a, a binge of really good uh, country stuff that's come out uh, early this year. Uh, a lot of people were real excited about the uh, Sturgill Simpson Bluegrass uh, Volume 1, and there's a Volume 2 that will be coming out later this spring. Um, Tyler Childers had his new record come out this last Friday and they've been reissuing a lot of the great John Prine's uh, material. Some of the stuff that uh, has been out of print since uh, the late seventies, early eighties. So always glad to get that stuff back in. And um, especially, you know, another Memphis connected one, uh, John Prine's pink Cadillac that he recorded um, at Sam Phillips recording is back in print. Uh, That one uh, Knox Phillips produced, the record, but uh, I don't know how little known the fact is, but Sam Phillips actually uh, produced, um, I believe the track's called Lucky Man on that record. Uh, one of the uh, last things that Sam really produced at that point, he was working so much more in radio uh, and working out of Nashville and back in Alabama that he wasn't really doing as much uh, of the recording there, had kind of left that to knock. So, uh, cool to see that back out again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, if folks want to find information about that or uh, anything else you guys uh, might get to at the shop, including like updates on opening policies or whatever hours and whatnot, 
uh, still Shangra.com or ShangriLawRecords.com, right? That, that's right. And, uh, you know, you can also, you know, for new uh, Just In stuff, we're, we're still posting those to social media. So uh, you can find us, Shangri-La Records on Instagram, um, Shangri-La TN uh, on Twitter, and Shangri-La Records on Facebook. We'll, we'll try to keep you updated on uh, new arrivals and uh, all that sort of stuff as it's coming in. Sounds good. Thanks, John. Yeah, no problem. Talk soon. As I said at the top, our guest this month is practically a Shangri-La legend, an alum of both the store and the label, which is now known as Shangri-La Projects. You know him from the bands The Grifters, Hot Monkey, The Porch Ghouls, Memphis Babylon, The New Mary Jane, and most recently, Turnt with Ross Johnson. Let's turn things over to the one and only Scott Taylor. Yeah. far out so hey JD asked me to do this and I was like yeah sure cool this this will be fun and then I was like well, what you know he was like well just you know play a few songs and it'll be cool and it's like I have no idea what to do so what I finally decided I was gonna do is I mean to have any sort of theme there's sort of a theme it's sort of the evolution of the song Banjo by the Grifters I'll play a couple of different Hot Monkey versions of it and it'll end up on a um, just an acoustic version of me playing Banjo and and I'll play another one that was that's kind of like Banjo Jr. called Last Thing I think I really don't know what the name of this fucking song was. I, I, I cannot remember it, and I can't find a recording of it anywhere, so I just sort of just made it up again. And then I'll play some other stuff, maybe some New Mary Jane, maybe some Turnt. Who knows? Um, we're just going to see what happens. So, all right. This is... One of the songs that got taken apart and integrated into the song Banjo as uh, a hot monkey thing. Um, I don't know what this one was called. Um, think, think I love you. There you go. Good enough. All right. Well, here it is.
Yeah, well, that song is literally like 30 plus years old, and I haven't gotten any better. I was, I was probably better then, actually. That was a, uh, a young Chelsea Taylor uh, on the intro there, singing about a weight son birdie, some kind. So, well, maybe, I don't know, she's, I'm sorry, Chelsea, she's 30 now, so the song's like maybe 28 years old. Exaggerated. Surprise. Um. Oh, this trip down memory lane is awesome. Okay, here is a, another Hot Monkey song from a similar era. Same, same basement, same four track. Both of the the the, the, the one we just heard and this one, plus elements of the one after that which i'll actually play kind of live for you um became banjo which i will also play kind of live for you once more the i don't uh, that's some weird uh electronic music i suppose that i play (laughs) in the background so this is called meat truck Alright, here we go. so bad that i think that was kind of my favorite out of all these it's, it has a certain something in the background again is more of this stuff i do i mean witches with big acids i mean <laughs> what's what's not to love okay um now I'm actually going to play something live because, I mean, honestly, I, I can't find a recording of this and I'm not even sure what the fucking title was. It, it, but I know I recorded it at some point. <laughs> I don't I don't actually own many of uh, the records that I've played on. I know. I know. Whatever. Okay, this one I'm saying is called The Last Time for now. Um, I'm sure... Somebody can correct me, but this is, it is what it is. And um, <clears throat> so I decided to kind of play it. Um, it's it's basically live-ish. Anyway, 
Um, yeah. Witches with big asses. That's that's what's playing now. Um, here is the last time. Ish. Sing me a drinking song when I fight one of the fire. some liberties i i really couldn't remember much but that's i mean that's basically the song so those those three songs were were kind of floating around in the in the early 90s and uh we were doing the eureka ep for shangri-la records and um I've been kind of tooling around like with a version of that song and and it's like it ended up becoming banjo it's like the grifters version is way better than than what I'm about to do for you but you know I think you'll you'll get the idea so um there's 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 my theme <laughs> this this beat was called not rapey, really. I don't know where I came up with that title, but I mean, <laughs> you know, go with it. Uh. All right. Anyway, so here is here is me playing banjo acoustically. baby face. Bring me the glass full of 
You know, I never told anybody I could sing good, and I sing a lot less good than I used to. Um, hmm. So that was my theme, the evolution of banjo, <laughs> or the de-evolution of banjo. I still think me truck was probably the, I should have just stuck with that. Uh, in the background is a song called Queen of Cups. <laughs> so I'll just read whatever you want into that. Um, let's see. I'm still burning up some time. I'm gonna play one more acousticy thing. It's a grifter song called "Hours." And uh, for those of you playing along with uh, Grifter Bingo, you can uh, you can rearrange the letters and it spells out something else. 
but that's that's only for my only fans, I guess. Patreon or whatever I should be doing. Sexy webcam coming soon. I'm gonna let this play for a little bit and then uh, the next thing you hear will be hours. Acoustical.
That was... You know, I haven't been doing a whole lot of uh, uh, practicing lately. I mean, musically. Um, I guess we've reached the point of our uh, pod to say, hey, to... Thanks to J.D. Rieger, whose idea this was. Blame him. Not me, this time. And I suppose, like, hated Jared and Lori and Sherman and whoever else works at Shangri-La. I, I, you know, I used to. I was, I was probably not the best employee. I mean, I didn't steal or anything. I just, God, I bought everything people brought in. I just felt sorry for that guy that was like, man, this is Elvis Presley, moody blue on blue vinyl. Do you know how rare that is? And narrator voice, it's not very rare. They made millions of those and they're basically worthless kids. Just give it up. But I'd buy them every time. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it, it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad. And sorry to Andrew, and he knows why. And sorry to Jared again for that, and he knows why. Um, mm, mm, uh, I guess I'll shout out, uh, you know, the, the Grifters, Trip and Stan and Dave and John. Hi. Uh, call me. I, I, I'm bored. Um, there. I am in another band right now with the illustrious Ross Johnson, along with Hans Fallheiber and Bill Webb Jr., called Turnt, with an explanation point, even though I didn't really emphasize it. It's kind of a. I, uh, you know, we just we just kind of get a riff and we play it, and Ross does Ross. He tells you stories, histories, um, philosophies, um, things maybe he shouldn't even tell his therapist, but he tells us, and it's nice. I'm gonna play a little bit of Turnt for you people right now. It's called the uh, Methadone Takeout Party. I think. Anywho, um, the, we don't really practice. It's, it's all just like first take and Ross runs with it. And, you know, about halfway through, we figure out what the hell we're doing. And it turns out actually kind of cool. Uh, we'll be playing around live as soon as this plague gets wound down. Uh... Shout out to all my associates and friendly tight people.
Jones' takeout card was 1998. Friend of mine from New Orleans had it. Having lunch with a friend, and he pulled it out. And it was very, very impressive. I won't say I envied it, but I thought, Get him now. He can go anywhere in the world for the weekend. But he better be back at the clinic door around 6 a.m. on Monday morning. Because of Memphis, no takeout party.
If you don't know him, you better ask somebody. For real though. He's got a book that he wrote himself with like real letters and stuff. It's pretty awesome. Gotta gotta check it out. It's good uh beach reading, I suppose. You know. Put down your Dean Koontz and pick up some Ross Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Alright, I'm completely out of time here. For whatever that means. But I'm going to throw in one more. This was from a short-lived, strangely prolific band. of. We recorded a lot of stuff that you'll never hear. Uh, it was a thing me and Dave and uh, John Argroves and Mr. James Goodwin. Godwin. God, Godwin. Yeah, he's the one of Godwin. Um, of James and the Ultrasounds. Uh, or I don't I think that's what he's still doing it's, he's awesome you know James he's got the the, the the light blue leisure suit and the questionable man bun anyway this was one we did called Blossom it's about being dead this goes out to my dead friends and others I suppose anyway this is called Blossom here you go alright thanks JD for (laughs) for making this happen I suppose and uh, I'll see y'all later thanks
summer <laughs> It's snowing in the summer the show thank you to scott taylor and john miller thank you to the simple tones for the theme music thank you for listening for more information on the store check out shangri-larecords.com or just shangri.com until next month take care y'all Part of the Back to the Light podcast network at backtothelight.net.